0: what's going on everyone welcome back to another episode of making podcasts great again i am your tech stuff guy jay nog and we are here of course with the president of the united states of mar-a-lago of america mr donald j trump Mr. President, happy National Chocolate Souffle Day. How are you?
1: Uh, Well, we're we're good. We're good. We had a great... I don't know if you were there last night. We had some tech stuff person. (laughs) Last night was, I would say, one of the most perfect, perfect 10 live episodes we've ever had. So we're doing, you know, it was important because our country is under attack by the left. And our great friend, Vlad Putin, is being treated so unfairly. You know it, and I know it. He's being treated so unfairly. So it's very important that we talk with Patreon Patriots tonight about the fate of our country and how strong our podcast is doing, even though the left totally wants to cancel everything. So uh, we're having a a chocolate souffle, as you said. It's uh, white chocolate, of course. But we're having a chocolate souffle today because
0: it's chocolate souffle
1: day. Bars.
0: <laughs> also, you, you, uh, you didn't mention that that, that Big huck joined us last night. Were you excited to see her?
1: Was I excited to see her? Sir, were you excited to see your most loyal and strongest supporter in history? No, no, tech stuff. I wasn't <laughs> excited at all. No, not at all. What a, dumb, what a dumb question that is. What a stupid question. I was very excited to see Big Huck. I don't want to get, you know, patriots already know. We have a lot of people who aren't patriots who listen to this podcast. Probably some of them are even radical left. But they should know. They should have already been on the Patreon. So that's all I'll say about that. It was a beautiful episode of love. I would say it was love. Strong love.
0: Consensual
1: love, even. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I'm going to get some the CPAC in a minute, but I wanted to ask you, you, you were asked to, well, not being forced to testify for the New York Attorney General based on your business practices with your son, Don Jr. and Ivanka, and now you are appealing this. What is the reason for the appeal if you have nothing to hide?
1: It's called a process. It's called the justice system. And just because I have nothing to hide doesn't mean you sort of say, oh, well, who, cares? who the hell cares about justice? Who they hell cares about right and wrong? No, no, I have nothing to hide, but it has to be done properly and they haven't done it properly. They're, they're going on a witch hunt to attack me for political reasons. You know, if I go into a store and you know this, I have billions of dollars, but if I go into a store and I go on the dollar menu at our great McDonald's, and they say, sir, your hamburger was a dollar, but today it's 350. You don't think I can afford 350? I can afford a lot of 350s, but it's not right. So I would fight it. I would fight it. I would I would look that McDonald's worker in the face and call him or her uh, the N-word if they're African American and say, you're not getting. 350 out of me you get three-fifths of a vote as far as i'm concerned but you're not wow. getting three 350 from me not even close so the point is it's not about whether you can or whether it's called right and wrong tech stuff it's called right and wrong
0: okay well
1: and to show it's not racist i would call yeah. the cashier an n-word if they were any person of color not just a black if they were latin I would say it, too. I would say
0: it, too. Asian? So it's not racist.
1: I mean, what Asian is working at McDonald's gone?
0: <laughs> Native American.
1: Are they allowed to have McDonald's? Is McDonald's running casinos?
0: <laughs> I'm sure there are some McDonald's in casinos for sure.
1: Okay, well, in that case, I would uh, throw some beads at them and take my food. (laughs) With respect, I would use a very deep voice and say, very proud, very proud. Give me my McNuggets. I am runs without
0: paying. That's my name. No. Title. (laughs) I'm writing. (laughs) You touched upon this last night, but I didn't touch
1: it. I didn't, I did not touch her. Not and if I me. touched her. It was with consent.
0: No, of course. It's just an expression. You spoke about Russia and Ukraine a little bit last night. Now, you have spoken to Vlad recently, like up today, you've spoken to him.
1: Well, I have to read him my daily intelligence briefings every morning. So he calls me and says, Donald, net, where is my intelligence briefing, Bernal? Then I say, Vlad, I had, slow down. I haven't even had my McGriddle yet. And and then I eat my McGriddle and uh, watch Melatonin get dressed. And then I say, okay, now I'm ready. Vlad, right, let's talk. Here's what it says. And, you know, I don't, I, these things are tough to read, by the way. These things are tough to read. So I will actually sometimes call in Melatonin's son, Barton, and say, here, kid, you read this to Uncle Vlad. (laughs) So it's kind of like story time. It's like patriotic story time. Melatonin's son, Brendan, reading intelligence briefings to Uncle Vlad Putin.
0: (laughs) That's that's really nice. It's definitely not uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, but... I'm sure it will do for your son.
1: Uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears is Mike Pence's favorite gay porn.
0: <laughs> now, this president of Ukraine,
1: Goldilocks. he's, Cox. he's
0: <laughs> very brave man. Former stand-up comedian, now the now the president of oh, he's Ukraine. He's so brave.
1: He's, he's so brave. He's so brave.
0: He's fighting with his country. He has military uniform on, and he is going to battle for his country. Would you do that? If you were the president of Ukraine, would you go to battle for your country?
1: If I was the president of Ukraine, I wouldn't have to go to battle because Vlad would say, Donald, you're so tough. We're just going to have a shot of vodka, and you will be left alone.
0: You think that's how he would treat you?
1: I do. That's. I know. That's how you treat me. You treat me with great respect because I'm not a stand-up comedian. Everybody knows reality show host is a much more respected art form than stand-up comedian.
0: Um. Yes. Nowadays, for sure. But I, I wanted to. This this man is fighting along with his people, shoulder to shoulder with everyone in the military. Now. If we were in the same situation in our country, what's happening in 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 Croatia in, uh, in Ukraine, would you do the same thing as this president is doing?
1: Uh, well, you know what? Because I'm so strong at branding, what I'll tell you is, I answered that question for the perfect ten patriots last <laughs> night. And if you want to hear the answer, then start making strong patriotic contributions. And also, I talked about my powerful. You know, you don't, and you know, I you don't even bring up my charity work. Everybody, oh, Mr. Trump, you don't give it. Well, because tech stuff doesn't bring it up. As I said last night on the Perfect Unpatriot episode, I have a group called Doctors Without Morals, a, a charity, Doctors Without Morals, and they are currently escorting all Ukrainian sex workers, female, out of the country. Okay, so donate at trump.com. And it's very important because we have to get all of them out Uh, and including our Epstein overachievers, which are 14 and under sex workers. We need to get them out even faster uh, than the uh, older ones. You have a 17 year olds. So doctors without morals at trump.com. Just click uh, to donate. We need your help. Because not only do we give them shelter and Uh, clients we also give them surgeries you know to make sure that they're up to the the standards that we need them to be for you know you do sex work in North America it's a lot tougher than Ukraine a lot more demanding and a lot more competitive so we've got to upgrade them when they get here so please donate Doctors Without Morals
0: If it's a very nice charity you're so giving if you were in sleepy Joe's shoes right now would you send military you mean
1: slippers you mean slippers because that's what a (laughs) sleepy joe wears
0: would you send military over to ukraine to help them fight russia or would you help russia or would you do nothing what would you exactly do in this situation
1: uh well i would talk to my friend vlad and say what do you need vlad and he would tell me, and I'd go, let's do it. And we would kick the crap out of Ukraine very strongly.
0: It's such a bully move right there.
1: It's called a boss move, not a bully move. It's called a boss move. And I'm a boss, and you're a tech stuff, and there's no such thing as a tech stuff move. <laughs> sure there is, but... Uh, the TSM sounds like a you know, like a test <laughs> for stupid people. <laughs>
0: What do you think Sleepy Joe is going to do? Sleep. <laughs> Just gonna sleep and let everything happen. Just go to bed.
1: <laughs> I go sleep and I wake up at four a.m. for a you know for the early bird special and go. Come on, Jack. And his you know his wife Jill will say, "I'm not Jack, I'm Jill." And then they'll laugh because they'll be like Jack and Jill. Let's go up a hill. And he'll go, "What do you mean, Jack?" And you know she'll say, "Go back to sleep, Joe. Go back to sleep." I'm gonna to talk to Koala Bear Harris and we're gonna figure out what the hell we're doing with this country while you're sleeping.
0: Do you think koala bear Harris is going to send in troops or do you think they're gonna stay neutral in this?
1: Um I think I think kombucha is gonna probably you know she'll do her thing where she says, Hey Joe,
2: we have to send troops to Ukraine Joe <laughs> Joe we have to do this Joe
1: and Joe goes, shut up Jack and that's what that's who's running our country that's who's running our country creaky voice Kamala and the sleepiest of all Joes you know Joe they often call a cup of Joe coffee you ever, you ever heard this not a lot of people know this but you say a cup of Joe's for coffee but coffee's supposed to wake you up, mm-hmm. and yet our country has a cup of decaf as president. Uh, Joe, we have to talk to Zelensky, Joe. Mr. President, yes. That's peaceful me.
0: protests. The peaceful protests from January 6. Do you know so, that there a, a trial begins today? By the name of Guy Wesley Reffitt, who was brought up on charges during this peaceful protest, he has been taped talking to his son on the phone, uh, two days after saying that traitors should be shot. And this man is on trial right now, they are, I think, picking the jury. How do you, what are your thoughts on this peaceful protest and people are being arrested and tried? for these peaceful protests from January
1: 6th? Uh, it's, uh, it's, excuse me, it's obviously a disgrace. It's a total disgrace. And, oh my, he said, traitors should be shot. You know what the penalty used to be for treason? Death tech stuff. We used to have death stuff guys instead of tech stuff guys. When you do treason, you die. So what he said was not. there's no controversy, excuse me, there's no controversy, not, well, not m- any controversy.
0: It's more than that. This includes obstructing an official proceeding of Congress, trespassing at the Capitol while carrying a holstered semi-automatic handgun, interfering with the police in a riot, and witness tampering after prosecutors say he threatened his teenage children not to turn them into authorities. It's got strong That's what he parenting. said, traitors get shot to his son, meaning he threatened his son.
1: Oh, he threatened his son. Oh, I should try that with Don Jr. <laughs> uh, does anybody have any treason on Don Jr.? I'd like to threaten him with a nice Second Amendment to the forehead. Uh, no, this is obviously strong parenting. You know, this is what the left. When, when African-Americans say, beat your kids, everybody laughs and claps. But when a strong white parent says, tattletale on daddy, and you'll get full of bullet holes all of a sudden no that's too that's abusive (laughs) parenting so it's a double standard it's racist it's treating white parents worse than african-american parents Uh, i think he showed strong tough parenting Uh, i think he was probably just touring all you mentioned to me is okay so he went to the capitol uh, sightseeing he had a strong second amendment which is in the constitution And so he walked around with his second amendment and when his kids tried to snitch, he said with strong parenting that he would murder them. And I think this is all of a sudden bad. This is what the left wants. They, they want to destroy parenting. They want to destroy our second amendment. They want to teach critical race theory and they don't even like sightseeing. So he was sightseeing in the Capitol and all of a sudden people say you're a criminal, sir. I know he's a hero to me and a great citizen. And if I, I'm elected to a third-term tech stuff. I will give him a strong pardon. And I'll, I'll even do him one better. I'll send the CIA to execute his kids so he doesn't have to do it.
0: What a, what a nice guy you are. Now, Mr. President, I want to get into CPAC and a couple of other things. But before that, I... Shakur. Yes, I want to see back score. <laughs> I want to talk about our awesome sponsor, and that is betonline.ag. Football might be over, people, right? The season's done. We're all upset, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. March Madness is coming up. Um, pro basketball heading towards the playoffs right now for all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land. Tons of prop bets. Ben online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device Sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code CLNS50 to get started. And that is your first deposit. Receive 50% more money than you put in using promo code CLNS50. It's not just basketball you have here. You have hockey, you have boxing, you have UFC also, you have your favorite casino games, blackjack, poker, craps, whatever you want to bet on. BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, it's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite casino games. That's right. BetOnline, where the game start. Use promo code CLNS50 to get started on your first deposit for your 50% welcome bonus. It's BetOnline.ag. Now, Mr. President CPAC, it's like a like a festival. It's the who's who was there. And let's just discuss um, it was it was McDonald's catered most of CPAC. Is that correct?
1: Uh, They did. They did because. We don't need fancy elite stupid food that nobody likes we want wholesome american values american made family food you know like remember family food with with steve harvey like you know that's what we wanted we wanted family food number one answer what is the strongest meal you can have for lunch big mac Ding, 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 number one. Number one, number
0: one. Congratulations. Excuse me,
1: excuse me. I said number one.
0: I was agreeing with you.
1: Well, you know what? We don't need agreement. And and then all of a sudden, you know, Steve Harvey would get up there and go, what is the meal that will give you the best number two? And I'll go, ding, 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 20-piece McNuggets and a McRib. And two milkshakes with a large fries, three McGriddles, and two sausage egg McMuffins with a side of four fish fillets. <laughs> and he'll he'll look he'll do that thing where he looks at me and goes, "What in the hell are you eating at McDonald's?" And I'll go, "A lot, a lot of food because I had a lot of wealth." <laughs> and then I'll go, "Number one answer." And after ring turn over so many. So many little signs because it's so much food in the number one answer that I gave. (laughs) So, family food is what we love about McDonald's, and that's where we have it. We want it, you know, we're going to have Chick fil A, um, but uh, they wouldn't serve us on Sunday, and we wanted it to be consistent. And so, we thought McDonald's serves on Sunday because they're better than Jesus and God. So, we had McDonald's family
0: food. Many, many speakers at CPAC. We had uh, Matt Schlapp, Christy Nome, Ron Oh, Oh, Christy, Christy
1: Nome. She is a hot piece of North, South Dakota. Or North, I think she's North. Who gives a shit? She's from Dakota, and she is... Let me tell you something. If she were a little shorter and a little stupider, she could compete with my love, Lauren Bubber.
0: <laughs> now, I wanted to ask you, Kimberly Guilfoyle spoke was that a favor did you ask her to speak did don jr because I, I don't know we never talked about don jr on the bonus episode really cool guy very cool he's very cool he thinks you're really cool it's just very very cool and um i just wanted to ask you was that a cool thing that you did to let kimberly guilfoyle speak because he you are a cool dad
1: Oh no! i told you when i when i took kimberly did her in the butt while Don Jr. was guest hosting. You know, during the strong lovemaking, Kim said, I want to speak at CPAC. And I said, well, if you, want to, if you want to open your mouth at my CPAC, we got to first put something in it. And you should have seen her. She turned around so fast your head would spin. And so, you know, I honor my deals. I am a, I'm the deal maker. I'm the art of the deals. So I, I honored the deal. And I even looked at Don Jr. while she was. He looked so proud. He looked so proud when she was on stage. And I just looked at Don, and I did this. And he thought that meant I wanted an ice cream pop. So he (laughs) went to the. He went to the. He went to the (laughs) the snack section and got me an ice cream bar. And because he's so stupid.
0: That's why you have to watch the YouTube videos. (laughs) So Kimberly Go Foil. I wanted to... Kimberly Guilfoyle, Josh Mandel, both had false claims about the 2020 election. They, The press is saying that they keep saying that the election was rigged, the election was fraudulent. So which was the false part? Well, everyone seems to think that they are... So well, you can lives. say you,
1: you can say stupid people think that it's okay. <laughs> this is a free speech. You remember truth social. Show. Okay. you can speak freely on this podcast. It's this not a cancel culture place. I mean, we fired a few tech stuff people, but other than that, it's not a cancel culture place. So you can call these people stupid because they're very stupid. You know this. When the election was stolen. We have a sleepy, a sleepy person stealing the White House. And that's all there is. That's all there is. So No, Howie Mandel and Kim Gargoyle were speaking very truthfully. In fact, it was so truthful, we call it truth social. (laughs)
0: Okay. Ron DeSantis spoke. Did you have any private time with Ron DeSantis? Did you speak to him at all? Just curious if you guys had any time together.
1: He walked up to me and I said, what's up, short stuff? Because he's a short piece of shit. (laughs) And he said in that sour voice, hello, Mr. Like, hello, Mr. President, how are you? And then I slapped his wife on the ass and said, I'm not talking to your husband, but if you want a real man, here's five hundred dollars. Meet me at Mar-a-Lago. Because that's how you, you know, that's how you defeat your political opponents. You got to weaken them all over not just make fun of their height but also sexually assault their wives to let them know who's in charge. And it's not a crime. If you're the president, you know
0: that. Now you do know there was a straw poll taken at CPAC. Have you heard about this?
1: Well, I know I won and I won big league.
0: You you did. You know who was in second place though? Ivanka Ron DeSantis. He finished second. Yeah, but like a distant second. It it was a distant second.
1: Yeah, okay. So who cares? So there's like nine people who were like, I like Ron and his sour voice. And everybody else is like, we like strong, handsome, powerful presidents. Now and truth social.
0: I wasn't there, but what was the energy like when people were coming up to you? Rapey. Talking? <laughs>
1: oh, I thought you meant at the after party.
0: At where was this? I'm just at CPAC when you're running into different uh, elected officials and um republicans what what was the, the energy like what was the vibe like there
1: oh i mean i could have i could have gotten just about every man or woman in there to suck my dick <laughs>
0: that, that, that's some powerful energy at CPAC. <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah, no, it's uh, we were actually handing out Trump 2024 knee pads to every woman who walked in. (laughs) So it was, uh, yeah, there was a there was a a strong amount of we call it uh, oral energy is what we call it at CPAC. And I got to tell you, there was all these all these women and even some of the men, they would just walk up to me and touch me and say, sir, save us, sir, save us. And, you know, I plan on saving them. I'm going to save the party. I'm going to save our country tech stuff. I'm going to save our country.
0: I was wondering, there were many speakers. Can you tell me any of your favorite speakers and why? Uh, Me? Besides yourself, of course.
1: Okay, well, least favorite was Don Jr., just immediately gets into the Hunter Biden. He's so insecure. He starts talking about Hunter Biden, and we know Hunter Biden's a scumbag. But it's like, don't stop talking about Hunter. You sound jealous. He's so jealous, jealous of Hunter. Well, then we've talked about it on this podcast. If we're being honest, which we are, because we have truth social, we have to be honest and say that Hunter Biden is obviously much cooler than Don Jr. <laughs> you know, he's got more confidence. He's got more drugs. I think he's had more sex, and I think, yeah. You know, and he also has like a Yale law degree, so he's doing so much better than Don Junior. But that's besides the point. Uh, I would say, well, I was too busy. Honestly, I was just I wanted Lauren Bobert to have a more of a speaking role, and and she didn't, and that upset me. And I've talked to the CPAC people that I wanted Lauren Bobert to have. A very prominent speaking role because she's she's finally reading at a fifth grade level. And I thought we should celebrate that. <laughs> we should celebrate that with a strong bikini clad, high heel speech for my little Bobert. No. But I enjoyed my speech. To answer your question, I enjoyed yes. mine. I thought mine was the best one. No, <laughs> I, you get very emotional about your speech. Well, well it's you know, I, I I gave everything I could. I gave everything I could. Into that speech and considering, uh, you know, that that two senators, wives and a senator had orally pleased me right before the speech. <laughs> it was impressive that I was able to have that strong energy.
0: Yeah. I'd be white if I was you.
1: Well, you know what? That's, based, you know, that's why they say I have the most energy and greatest health of any president.
0: They do say that I'm, I'm just many people, excuse me. Many yes. people are saying that many people. Yes, I said they do. A lot so, of people,
1: a lot of people. I mean, more people than you like,
2: were.
1: Yes. Yeah, but you weren't your day they was like a small group. But I'm telling you is they <laughs> was many people, a lot more than you were implying tech stuff.
0: So your they is greater than my they my they is practically
1: a them. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> now I'm surprised, Don Jr., you don't make him show you his speech before he speaks because he does embarrass you a lot when you when are you gonna start like checking his homework before he goes out there and and performs i have to understand the
1: more i showcase come down okay the more people realize how unique i am because they might see him if he if he had talent they might say oh it's it's not trump trump isn't unique it's just It comes from Fred Trump. It's the Fred Trump genetics that are making everybody strong and talented. But when they see that Don Jr. is so stupid and pathetic, they go, you know what? We've only got one Donald Trump. And when he goes, it's gone forever. A strong, beautiful light in this world of darkness and African-Americans. He is the bright light that shines us to. A beautiful place. And when he goes, all we're left with is his son who looks adopted because <laughs> I'm blonde, his mother Ivana was blonde, and he came out a chinless, brown, hairy rat. And it makes you wonder, even his ugly brother Eric is a tall blonde, and his sister is a tall, smoke show, hot, sexy, want a raw dogger, hot blonde and I say that as a father. And then all of a sudden, here comes Don Jr. with no chin, very dark hair, a weak beard, very short, and very stupid,
0: looking like there
1: Well, in fact, I'm—I uh, don't know who that is, but uh, uh, the teenage Negro mutant ninja turtles, <laughs> the uh, the Negro mutant turtles, right? Remember them? They—we weren't—we weren't allowed to watch that, but the <laughs> the point is. I'm announcing tonight, Don Jr. was
0: adopted. Oh, wow. Breaking news. Breaking news on this podcast. Now, as president, before we, we finish up talking about CPAC, another person who is in attendance, who is a huge fan of yours, Marjorie Taylor Green. She was there at CPAC, but she was double dipping into... Um, Another conference this past weekend, America First Conference, who I think is it's created by Nicholas Fuentes, who is a known white supremacist. What are your thoughts on her speaking there and attending this event? Doesn't look bad on the Republican Party when she does that.
1: Dog the Bounty Hunter is a very valued part of the Trump coalition. She is as tough as they come, and she'll prove it by fucking you in her gym. So she's she's tough. <laughs> and if she wants to go to these other you know what? It's called a coalition tech stuff. You know what? We can't all have the country club Republicans. There's not enough of them. So sometimes you need somebody like Mean Joe Green, to strap on her dildo and waddle on over to the America First conference and start pegging a bunch of white supremacists and saying, we've got to be all on the same team for our president. And I respect that, you know, because it's like I always say, when law enforcement wants to arrest drug dealers and bad people, very nasty people, they put people undercover. You know this, they do undercover Mm -hmm. work and sometimes they get informants and the informants and the undercover people don't always act nice. Sometimes they act like criminals, sometimes they are criminals, but it's for the greater good. So when Doug the Bounty Hunter Green, you know, just grabs a pocket full of condoms and walks into the America First Conference and says, Anybody who's voting for Trump can plow this CrossFit monster. And they do, and it's called unity. It's called party unity. And UNITY, like Queen Latifah once said, said, UNITY, I ain't a bitch or a hoe. And I think it's important. So I know, I don't, do I, I think that Michael Michael Green is doing the right thing by, by talking to other elements that we may not always approve of, but they're very important to bring down. Sleepy Joe.
0: Now, they were chanting Putin, 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 Putin at this America First conference. Isn't that a little alarming?
1: I uh, know that's that's uh, that's actually, I think, white nationalist code for bang Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> So I think they were just chanting it as she was, uh, you know, she was almost doing like kind of a Roger Stone's wife sort of thing. That's mm-hmm. how dedicated she is to the MAGA brand. So no, but they, they were also chanting Putin and he's a smart guy, talented, uh, great leader. So of course I, I would, what's wrong with chanting Putin?
0: I I just don't agree with it.
1: Okay. Well, you're weak. Okay. And Putin strong, and he's a friend of mine, and he's a friend of this podcast. So don't disrespect Vlad.
0: Okay. Now I just wanted to ask you a few questions. That breaking news that recently um, we talked about you appealing um, in New York. Now you called the United States a stupid country, and you praise Putin as smart. In your latest Ukraine comments, would you like to elaborate on that? No. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Um, <laughs> you you made a terrifying promise to your followers, and you said, "I will hurt Democrats for you." Would you like to elaborate on that a little bit? No. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Christie recently slammed you on Twitter for describing Putin as savvy and What,
1: what, what did he sit on his phone? Is that how he slammed Twitter? Fat piece of shit.
0: So, would you like to elaborate on that at all? <laughs> God bless you, Mr. President.
1: When we say Trump bless you on this podcast, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> Trump bless well, you. <laughs> well, Chris Christie, you know, who is fat and disloyal and weak why would i care what he he's trying to he's probably trying to sell books he's probably trying to do slim fast or whatever he's doing i don't i don't know what he's up to but he's i don't think he's going to even be around in 2024 i think he's going to be like you know waddling in some fat farm somewhere trying to lose weight so we don't care what he says he's He served a purpose for a while, and now he can go fuck his fat self with respect.
0: You once wanted to pull the United States out of the NATO alliance, and now you claim it still exists because of you. Would you like to elaborate on that?
1: You ever heard the term nagging? No. You've never heard the term nagging.
0: Well, I've I've heard it said before, but I've never used the word nagging.
1: No, but you've heard. You know what it means. Are you being, being scared? Ne- tech stuff. Are you being scared? negative.
0: Being negative about someone. I don't know what it means.
1: Okay. So okay. Well, welcome. Okay, welcome to pop culture. <laughs> 2015 tech stuff.
0: I don't, I don't use It's
2: when,
1: when you see a hot woman, okay? Okay. And then you start talking shit to her. You start saying, oh, look at you. Your shoes suck, you silly bitch. And then all of a sudden, she's not used to being talked that way. And she starts to like, go, well, who's this tough guy? I'm kind of interested now. Okay. That's negging. Gotcha. Now, I had to learn that as well. Because when somebody said to me, uh, 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 are you negging them? I said, uh, excuse me? And I said, first of all, there's an R, not an I-N-G. And they said, oh, no, no, we're talking about negging. And I, oh, negging. Okay, I thought you were talking about something else, another group of people. But what I did to NATO, another N-word, what I did to NATO, okay, or as I call them NATO with a hard R, I negged them. I told them they were worthless, they were pieces of shit, they were stupid, they were weak, they needed to pay more money. And a lot of people said, oh, he's so rude, he's so rude. But NATO was like a hot, stupid European whore. And they, they when I started nagging them, they were like, well, excuse me, maybe we'll be even better friends with America now because we've been nagged by Trump. And I nagged the crap out of them. And, and do you know what they call somebody who nags people? Please tell me. No, I want you to say it.
0: <laughs> I don't know what it is. I didn't know what negging was, so I'm really confused Well, if right somebody now. is
1: getting negged, they're called a neggie. Yeah. But do you know what somebody who does the negging is called?
0: <laughs> a person who negs?
1: No, that's how you would define it. But do you know the official term?
0: I don't. Well,
1: I think you're lying, and I think you're <laughs> afraid of cancel culture. So I'm not going to say it. You can say it, but I, I'm very much on record as saying it a lot. So I don't have to say it. But one who negs, that's the cowardly way of putting it. The one who negs, that's the <laughs> soft tech stuff way of approaching it. But the point is, once I negged NATO, okay, all of a sudden they were like, we, we, don't, we want to be nice to us. They're so tough. They're so, there's something sexy about the way Trump and America treat us like absolute shit. And then Sleepy Joe slides in there and takes full advantage of all the nagging that I had done. And he just walks in and goes, Hey, Jack, they like me, Jack.
0: <laughs> now, before we leave, Mr. President, I wanted to talk to you a little about, about the SAG awards. I know you finished Netflix during the pandemic and I wanted to know if you knew who won a best cast for the SAG awards.
1: Well, it was this sort of deaf movie, and I thought for a second I was like, "Oh, it's too woke." Deaf comedy jam as one a SAG award, and then it turns out it was about this family of whites. So I thought that's uh, that's improvement, but it was a white family which coda they call it coda, it's child of deaf adults, Mm -hmm. and it's this movie on Apple, you know, Steve Jobs. You know, the Steve mm-hmm. iPad and Gay Cook have uh, <laughs> movies now. They're doing movies at Apple. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people know that, but they're doing movies. Did you know this?
0: And TV shows.
1: But did you know this? I did. No, I don't think you knew this. You didn't even know what negging was. But now all of a sudden, you know <laughs> that Apple does T. Oh, I know Apple does TV shows, sir. I don't know the common lingo, but I know uh, all the tech stuff. I'm, I'm tech stuff and Apple does original pro no you didn't you didn't know you didn't know you didn't even you weren't even excuse me you weren't even close to knowing you were so far from knowing you probably almost knew by accident but they do this movie with whites who can't hear and they're doing sign language it looks like by the way it looks like gangs it looks like they're in a gang and you know they're doing their you you see like they're doing this and, and all of a sudden they're ordering like hits on people and everybody goes oh well that's very sweet it's very sweet because they can't hear and sleepy joe can't hear but that doesn't stop him from being a bad guy but it was actually a sort of sweet movie okay weak but sweet you know like a bad coffee with a lot of sugar weak but sweet but it won and uh, obviously apple tv went woke and the sag awards went woke and you know, let's just hope a movie of deaf African-Americans doesn't come out because then the Oscars will go, oh my God, sir, we've, we've, we've hit the jackpot. We've hit the woke jackpot. Uh, So, but Coda was nice. Wasn't great, but it was nice.
0: Did you see the movie? Sorry.
1: No, no, excuse, excuse. You know
0: what? You apologized quickly. So you may continue. Did you see the movie King Richard?
1: Well, we reviewed King Richard for Rotten Oranges for our Patreon people. And let me tell you something. What a stupid movie.
0: (laughs) Well, Will Smith won Best Actor for that movie. What were your thoughts on his performance?
1: Uh, I thought he sounded like... If I had made that movie and told Will Smith to sound that way, they would have said, sir, that's offensive. He sounds like he's from a different century.
0: A different century. What do you mean by that?
1: Like he sounded like he was from 1880s South.
0: Okay. So what? I mean, I'm sure he probably followed him around and watched video of him, and that's how he sounded. So he. Well, I felt like you know, Mike Pence.
1: Him. Mike Pence watches videos of black men all the time. You don't see him doing uh, sharecropping accents. <laughs>
2: Mike Pence, mean, watch,
1: Mike Pence watches more video of black men than anybody I know. Okay. And he doesn't do these offensive sort of voices.
0: Yeah, but he's not being filmed for a movie. Well, actually, I don't know if he is being filmed for a movie, but Will Smith was being filmed for a production. And he was he was playing another person. So you would study that other person and act like them, wouldn't you?
1: maybe he's not a good actor. I didn't care for it. I didn't care. First of all, they, you know, they had King Richard. He wasn't even a King. He wasn't (laughs) even close. And meanwhile, Mike Pence was back, back in his room watching King Dick, which also featured an African-American, but was a very different sort of movie. I think it was sort of a parody of King Richard, but uh, no, we don't, uh, no, we don't respect Will Smith. We don't respect him.
0: Before you get to our, our last story, uh, just want to let everybody know you missed an awesome episode last night for our Perfect Ten Patreon Patriots for a live episode. We had some. That's why your
1: president is so sleepy today.
0: Yes, we had some patrons uh, actually come in, in the last couple of days to catch that episode. So join the Patreon, patreon.com slash you know what? Start with the five dollars, and then you'll say, "Oh my gosh, so many episodes, so many different traditions I'm learning about." But I would love to hear more. And people usually do—they start the five, and then they go right up to the ten. And they're joining us every single month, so check it out: Patreon.com/slash/mpga. Mr. President, have you checked out your friend Kanye West documentary on Netflix? I think it's it's seven hours long. I am through about two hours of it. Have you seen any of it? Have you heard about it? Oh, I know it's called Genius. Yes, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, Have you watched any of it yet?
1: Uh, Not yet, because uh, I just want to skip to the parts where I'm in it. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, it's uh, it's very interesting, and you really there's years and years and years of footage. They started documenting this at the beginning of his career. So it's really a very interesting to watch. I'm not the biggest fan of Kanye, to be honest with you, but it it is interesting to see how his career came to be. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on it when you do watch it, if you could let us know.
2: Uh, maybe I'll review it for Rotten
0: Oranges. That would be great. It's a three-parter, uh, excuse, I think.
1: Excuse me. Excuse me. I know it would be great. I don't need you to tell me it would be great. Thank you, the text stuff. Thank you. I've received the approval of the tech stuff guy. Thank you. I will now I will now continue to make great content. Thank you. Thank you, sir.
0: <laughs> well, Mr. President.
1: That was a sarcastic, sir, for you. I,
0: I realized that. Mr.
1: I don't president, think you did. I don't think you understood that at all. I, think I, you thought I laughed. It was a,
2: you didn't think,
0: so? I, think
1: you thought it was a, I think you were giddy like a schoolgirl. <laughs> like, oh, the president called me, sir. I'm so happy. Well,
0: it was a fake, sir. Uh, Okay. Well, Mr. President, thank you for joining us once again, especially two nights in a row for a bonus episode for the Perfect Tens and also a regular episode for everyone that will go out um, this week on Tuesday night. Um, thank you to betonline.ag. And like I said before, check out the Patreon, patreon.com MPGA. And if you haven't watched already, please check out my special, something from nothing on Amazon, Vimeo, YouTube, any, uh, cable on demand provider, check it out something from nothing. And, um, that's all I got, Mr. President, the floor is yours.
2: Thank you. texta Hello, everybody. It's JL. Uh,
0: if you're still listening,
2: wonderful uh may 14th new york city nine thirty p.m reshooting the special half blackface the greatest set of my life now we just have to capture lightning in a bottle again <laughs> so uh tickets are available on my website <clears throat> and uh before then i'll be in buffalo at helium on april 26th and then i'll be back in boston july 14th and 15th should have a ticket link for that next month but uh buffalo and new york city ticket links are up looking to add more gigs, obviously. Um, and then I have knee surgery on Wednesday. So, uh, you know, next week it could be a very, uh, a very angry president with his, with his knee all stitched up. So, uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for a few of the new reviews we've gotten, but seriously, if you haven't left a review on Apple, uh, Jesus Christ, get on it, leave us a review. Um, and other than that, uh, that's it. Thanks for listening and God help us all.